0: Hello, uh, Darren Hamilton, uh, Denman Hamilton and Associates. We are extremely excited that you're here with us today. We have a great topic to talk about. Everybody wants to make more money, don't they, Neil? Everybody wants to make more money. Everybody wants to make more money. So one of the things we want to do today is we want to talk about some revenue growth strategies that will allow you the right opportunity to make the right kind of money because you can make a lot of money, but if you're not improving your bottom line, the question I have is, is it really worth it? Because I do not wanna earn a million dollars and net $10,000. I just don't. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of of work very little benefit. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about some things that will allow you to make more money, but the bigger thing is we're going to improve your bottom line, your cash flow, and the money that you have to do the things that you like to do. So one of the things we going to start talking about is when is the last time you actually looked
1: at your product or service offerings? You know, a lot of businesses that have been in business for a while, mm-hmm. and hey, let's, let's be honest we've had these discussions recently. You had the same product for years and years and years, it's worked. Yep. Why change it? Why change? But in today's market we think you've got to be able to go in and add new products, yep, modify products, and make things a little bit more exciting, one stop shopping. I agree. I agree. Yeah, because if you can do that, I think you can really help drive revenue through a lot of different ways. You know, some of that is through yep. uh you know client loyalty right if you're if, a big one. if you're out there and able to put together a new package to maybe meet the needs of your existing clients better yep you know that's going to make them more loyal and they're going to be around longer
0: that is a great point that's a great point because if you can build a, a relationship and and show strong client loyalty it's not only going to allow you to to be able to count on that client but they're also going to be a strong sales force for you because they're going to have a hands-on knowledge of how good and effective you are. Yep. So that's a great point.
1: So I think what you've got to do there is step back and say, especially in a service-based business, are our product offerings what they need to be right now in order to achieve mm-hmm. revenue growth yep. and loyalty? Because it's much more difficult to go out and attract new clients as opposed to expand service offerings to your new clients.
0: Yeah, excellent point. Excellent point. Another thing that we want to talk about is margin. A lot of people, and when I was saying earlier in the example, uh, I would make a million dollars and would hate to net 10,000. That basically means that my margins are terrible. And so our, our thing is, when we're working with business owners, yes, we want to grow revenue. Yes, we want to do the things that you were just talking about to grow the revenue. However, if that Revenue is not ultimately increasing your bottom line. Then you're doing yourself a disservice. So here's the thing we want you to look at. This thing called margin analysis. Basically, margin says, this is how much I gross. We can put it in simple terms. We sell a candy bar. One dollar. One dollar candy bar. Yes, sir. Now, I'll give you an example. You tell me which one is the better better product. I sell a candy bar for one dollar. Now, it cost me 85 cents to make this high-end candy bar. So, Neil, what's my margin? 15 cents. 15 cents. That means after product cost and you've paid me my dollar, I've made 15 cents. So, i got to sell a lot of candy bars. Now, let's add on to that example. Now, say I've got a little bit less of a candy bar, and I can sell it for 75 cents. However... When I create the product, it costs me $0.30 cents to make it. So, Neil, now what's my margin? Now you got a $0.45 cent oh. margin on that candy bar. You got $0.45 cent margin on that candy bar. So, Neil, in this example, I got $1 on one candy bar, $0.75 cents on the other candy bar. The general person would say, well, I want the, I want the $1 candy bar. I want to sell those. What would be your response to a person like that? That you've really got to break it down
1: because you've got to look at your margin plus how many $1 candy bars can you sell. If you can sell a, vast more, a, a whole lot more candy bars at a dollar than you can $0. $0.75, maybe that $0.15 cent margin will catch up. Maybe. Maybe not. So you've got to look at your margin analysis versus what your sales volume is going to be to
0: figure out which is actually the better product to be working with. Exactly. And those are the two things that you have to look at, margin and sales opportunity. So if you're looking at margin and sales opportunity, that way you can determine what's a good fit. A lot of times people just say, hey, I'm going to charge $150. I don't really care what the market is. I don't really care how much I got into it. And my advice to them is you've got to do some type of margin analysis just to see if it's effective. Right, because you don't know if you're
1: making money. That's how you set your pricing. Exactly. Because if you set your pricing too low, it doesn't matter how many candy bars you're going to sell. You're basically selling candy bars and creating a bigger hole for yourself if you're not careful and don't know what your margins are going to be. Or how you, if you can come in and find a way to even change your margins 2 or 3%, what does that 2
0: or 3% do to your bottom line profits? Exactly. Exactly. And, and those are some of the things as business owners we have to do. We're not just saying this. We do this routinely how we can become better at what we do. Yeah, I want to
1: circle back a little bit, Darren, to talk about some of the different product offerings Mm -hmm. and really encourage people to to look at that. You know, where we are right now is a lot different than where we were two years ago. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to change your products. You're going to have to change your offerings and and make them appealing. And one of the things that we've encouraged a lot of people to do, and we ourselves have done, is to bundle some of your service offerings together. Yeah. Where uh, you might have, you know, Good, better, best plan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And say, you know, this is our introductory package. This is our middle, most popular package. This is our largest, most high-end expensive package. You know, which one fits you? And be sure you give people enough room to say, as we've been successful, we can move from package B to the deluxe package. Exactly. Or package, the introductory package to the middle package. Mm-hmm. So be, be looking that, at those I think, cause I think you've got some efficiencies right. in there based off what you're doing because I think there's people out there that, well, I don't think I know because we've done a lot of this, we've, we've packaged, mm-hmm. you know, and people are wanting to say if I can get it all done in one spot and I can see the value added service, mm-hmm. it's going to help drive your revenue with no more incremental cost, which is going to yield you
0: a higher margin. Exactly. And I was just going to say, I think also with those uh, service offerings and the packages that you mentioned, it allows your client to, to have a position of, okay, I'm at this level now. It gives them a room to grow and elevate, and you provide them that that place for growth. I think it's a great, a great way to do things. Like one of the packages that we've
1: got put together that I think has been very successful, and anybody could do this in any business, is we've put together – what we're calling a business advisory package where that's Mm -hmm. going to include you know this margin analysis we've talked about Mm -hmm. it's going to include budgeting which we've talked about in previous podcasts and it's going to include your tax planning which i believe was in the last podcast and what we're doing is we're giving it in one pricing structure so that way there's it's very clear this is what you get for this particular price exactly Um, it helps us it helps you
0: it yeah it truly is a win-win for both the business owner and and the client so uh, i'm a big advocate of that Mm -hmm. opportunities for expansion and growth i think this is where a lot of people can really significantly grow revenue i think it's about planning you know we use that p word a lot because i think planning is the very baseline of what we have to do as business owners and one of the things we can do is plan for growth if you can expand in the right way it leads to growth. However, planning means I do research. Planning means I do due diligence in trying to identify which products meet the needs of people in the marketplace. This is not what planning is. Planning doesn't say, I want to sell red tennis shoes because red's my favorite color. Even though the market may say, I want blue tennis shoes. Well, I am so bent on selling red tennis shoes, and I know I can make it work. But the market says blue tennis shoes would make you a lot of money. So what do you do? Do you sell blue tennis shoes, or do you sell red tennis shoes because you like the color? What we're saying is take what the market shows you, evaluate and analyze. Now, if you can create demand for the red tennis shoes, that's another story. Because if you can create demand, then that means you could create opportunity. But if you just decide to sell red tennis shoes because they're my favorite color without doing due diligence, you might end up making a mistake. Well, as you're looking for these
1: new opportunities and trying to expand, you know, be sure you know what's going to take to get you from point A to point B. Because as you start expanding, you're going to be incurring new costs that you may not have ever seen before. Exactly. You may be adding you know, different employees that, you know, may be triggering different insurance structures mm-hmm. um, that may want different types of retirement plans, which we've talked about in previous podcasts. Yep. So be sure you know what these costs are going to be. You know, we can help you work through those and put together the expansion plans. Yeah. You know, what does the, the growth plan look like? What's mm-hmm. the budget to get there? And once we get there, is it what we thought it was going to be?
0: Yeah, no, you're 100% correct. And one of the foundations, uh, I think you and me both agree with this, is when we want to create revenue growth, I think there's a core of several things that need to, to be thought of. One, it needs to meet a need. It's got to meet a need, don't you think? Or nobody's going to buy it. Or nobody's going to buy it. The other thing that we've noticed is it improves the quality of life. If you can, cre- if you can generate something that improves my quality of life, I am more likely to buy that. So those are some things that we really got to look at as we evaluate how do we generate more revenue growth. But the key thing is all revenue is not
1: good. All revenue, revenue
0: is not good. So, so I think that's important. Maybe
1: that all revenue is not good because it could cost you more to generate that revenue than it's going to make you. Right. Um, and you've got to be able to work through that and realize that. Because it sounds great to say that I've got a – two million dollar business but you may be more profitable at a 1.5 million dollar business well said well said so with that we'd like to wrap up our innovation and business podcast and invite you back uh for the upcoming episodes that we have this is neil dinman and darren hamilton signing off thank you all